Good evening, guys. For those of you who don't know me, I am Ryan Carver, and one way we kind of came up with this is uh, on campus at USF St. Pete, we've got kind of a, a large handful, well, a lot of students actually, that we just um, kind of partnered alongside at the campus, and uh, they've kind of, um, we're like a, a team, there's a couple of them up here that just, we're just representing Christ on campus, and we were really bringing this content in a way where believers could be equipped, and then non-believers, or not yet Christians, sometimes I like to call them, um, really can consider the claims of Jesus and the claims of the Bible and, and kind of see where they are with that. And, um, you know, it might break down some barriers to the gospel. It might break down some roadblocks to where I can't pursue looking into Jesus without these, que- these, these answers uh, that I need to my honest questions. So kind of we were talking about that and um, a common, common theme or even the bumper sticker is this coexist. Uh, we need to just coexist. We need to all just get along. So to start out, I want to just show this. Uh, there's one right before that. Is it the bumper sticker? Check it out. No? Well, anyway, there's another picture of it, but that's what it looks like. And you can see there's a lot of different uh, entities uh, represented there. You've got different religions, and you also have male and female, and it goes down Wiccan, pagan. And so when you look at that, someone who puts the coexist bumper sticker on their car, the ideology right there behind that is, hey, you've got a lot of different perspectives. Let's all just get along hey, we all have our own beliefs. What you believe is what you believe, and what I believe is what I believe. Can you go to the next one, please? <laughs> Some guys even have it tattooed on their bodies. You know, this is how deep it runs. Right? Anybody have it tattooed on their body? Just, just, yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys want to check it out? So anyway, this is more what the bumper st- sticker looks like. And um, so when you look at that, you just know this guy believes deeply about something. There's even a hint of... Come on, world, let's all just get along so much that they'll put it on their bodies. Now, look at the next one here. You got Coexist. What's that? It's all the tech companies. They're like, look, they're they're very different, but let's all just get along. Got one more for you. You know, I don't know who's in the comics here. I know some of you guys, but you got DC and Marvel. Let's all just get along, right? But, but, But the point here is it's so prevalent in our society, uh, this, this theme that they've, they've kind of made, uh, even this. So when you're talking to someone at the coffee shop, when you're talking to someone on campus, in the park, grocery store, anywhere, they have, we have this kind of running in our progressive culture, especially here in St. Pete. And so we want to talk about that. The main question tonight is, do many roads, why can't many roads lead to God? But this coexist bumper sticker reflects a lot of that. Other questions could be, aren't all religions leading to the same place? Your truth is your truth. My truth is mine. Now, think about this coexist bumper. Oh, let's just jump to this one. This quote here is, the man who tries to prove that his belief is superior to the faith of another does not know the meaning of religion. You hear that in there? It's like the man who tries to prove that his faith is superior doesn't get it. Now, I've heard that quote said, actually, hundreds of times in my life, just in different ways, where people have said that to me as we're conversing. This runs thick through the people that we talk to. Maybe even some of you guys are wrestling with these things. Friends, neighbors, family members. So we want to get good at answering them. And like Darren said, grasp a little nugget. I like to think of, 
even the terminology of like maybe put a, peb- a pebble in their shoe. You know, where they're, they're walking and, and, you, and you brought some sort of truth, how their reasoning is a little off. And it, as they walk, it just wears down or they're thinking about it. Next thing you know, you just have this avenue. This, they're ready. They're ready to receive the gospel. They're ready to understand it. So hopefully that happens as we talk and communicate with their friends. So you got the, the coexist theme going on. Number one in the coexist theme is we should all just try and get along and seek peace. Number two is all religions are equal. Okay, that's, that's another thing they're saying when they slap it on the bumper. And the third thing, actually it took me a while to, to think of this. I, I read it in a book and it was that when we're addressing someone's religion and we're saying, hey, this is, this is false. You know, however we're saying it, we're actually uprooting a cultural heritage. I have a quote here. It says, each religion is a legitimate expression of a unique cultural heritage and to reject it as false is to reject that cultural heritage, to marginalize a people. To marginalize a people. Religion can be entrenched in tradition, culture, and entire societies. And so this concern of uprooting a heritage steeped in religion is valid. Um, I have a book that I want to recommend. Uh, it's called Seeking Allah, Finding Jesus by Nabal Koresh. I just wanted to recommend a book because D- Darren always does when he speaks. But... <laughs> This was probably number three of, of, of good books this year, and it's a story of how a, a Muslim, who was, he tells a narrative of how he was born into his, his Muslim family and, they, and just how it was steeped in not only just what he believed, but everything he did from when he woke up to his daily routine to the people he was around, the families that he was around. Everything he did was steeped in this religion, and to come out of it, it took a, a college friend who was a Christian who, who kindly and over time led him to Jesus. But, to actually say everything you've ever known since you were born has been false. That's hard. And things take time. And so sometimes, you know, they're not understanding the gospel. They're not going to be able to get it. But we can patiently and kindly and as, as friends come before those who, who really don't know the perspectives that we might have and, 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 and patiently walk with them. Because we could be uprooting a, a, a heritage, a a tradition that they've always known, deep-rooted. Okay, so I want to show three, three things tonight in order to answer why can't all roads lead to God. The first one's going to be people are longing for tolerance and truth. They're longing for tolerance and truth, so we need to show them both because Jesus did. People are longing for tolerance and truth. Second, all roads lead to God. That's kind of the, the theme. And that's just a contradiction. We're going to point that out. And lastly... I would say that Jesus isn't even a road. What does that mean? I'll show you. So people are longing for tolerance and truth. Let's show them both tolerance and truth because Jesus did. So the first message of coexist is there's a, there should be peace between religions. There should be peace. And this is really just a social issue. It's a social issue. People are, you know, we can tell our friends, unfortunately, in the name of religion, People have murdered. And Christianity had its hand at this. We can, we can even be readily admit this. You know, we're thinking of the Crusades and, and other actions. And, and really, then we show them Jesus and his disciples. They, they peacefully interacted with those opposed to their message. We need to have tolerance, though, to have meaningful discussions. We, we need to have this tolerance where everyone should be allowed to have their own beliefs. We have this, this quote we say on campus a lot. Everyone has a reason why they believe what they believe. It's true, right? 
But the, then, we, then we always throw it out there. It only matters what is true. And so we need to be bringing truth. But we can disagree with our friends. Kindly bringing in a way where they're searching out their own beliefs. They should be allowed to search their claims that they believe in. Even when they're searching them out. I mean, it's commendable. At least they're thinking about it, right? So let's, 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 let's navigate with them these, these questions that they have. And so the claims we believe, though, they determine how we live our lives. I mean, we only get one life, so believe false claims. It's a tragedy. I mean, claims are coming in everywhere, right? From advertisers to, to friends to um, when we're uh, even just talking to people. Everyone has something that they're trying to tell us about. They're, making, they're, they're saying, this is what you're to believe. And the claims that we believe determine how we live our lives. And it's very true with the claims about spirituality and religion. So truth matters. And so when people, when they, when, they, when they are really looking into these things, we need to seize that opportunity. Now, in the Bible, there's many people who are searching out truth and they're trying to find their way. They see that there's brokenness through the world in their lives as well. There's, there's brokenness. There's death everywhere. There's pain everywhere. Something's missing. I was at Cowell Coffee, uh, the place where Becca works, um, the other day, and uh, my wife, Becca, and... There was a guy there that I just felt the Lord drawing me in to talk to him. And uh, I had some time on my hands, and I was just like, I'm going to sit next to him and talk. He opened up immediately and said, these are the reasons why I can't come to God, he kind of said. And he knocked off one, two, three, four, five things. And as I listened, I listened, and I said, hey, it seems like you, you seem like there's, some, there's something missing. Like you're looking, you're longing for a better life. He said, yeah, I am. And, and the thing is, is he, he thought it was through him or through people being better. He said, you know, I'm a good person. If other people need to look out for, for each other. If people would just stop being so selfish, their egos getting in the way. I said, man, it sounds like you're longing for something. It sounds like you know there's something broken. It's like there is. And I said, well, you're actually looking. I, I, what I believe is you're just halfway there that, that we could fix the world. I, I would say that actually it's, it's, it's leading your, your longing for heaven. I was like, I know it sounds crazy. And then he said, yeah, well, I get that. And he said, but if people would just all get, just get along, we're selfish. It's ego. And I said, well, that's only halfway there, too. We're not selfish just to each other. We're actually selfish to God. We have, we're on ego trips. We have God complexes. It actually started in Genesis chapter 3 and just talking about how man wants to be like God or above God. And people know there's something missing. There's, there's a brokenness. I mean, it's steeped in this culture with pain and suffering and everything going on. And they really see it. And if we're honest, our hearts and minds, we're, we're restless too at some times. Especially when we're not believing the gospel, right? Everyone should be able to discuss and search and consider the claims. And intolerance is the first point. We don't, it doesn't have to clash with truth. It doesn't have to clash. We can come and, 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 and navigate with our friends, those who are, are, are against even what we believe, and bring in truth. So here's a snapshot into Jesus' claims. Jumping into the year 30 AD or so, in the Bible we see Jesus. He's, he's in a room with his disciples. He's washing their feet. He's teaching them. He sees death coming, and he's giving his final instructions, his final words. So this is... This is uh, some, some weighty words right here. So we're turning to John 14, 1 through 4. You can actually just follow up on the screen or you can turn with me. And he says here, Let your hearts not be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, 
Would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and I will take you to myself. That where I am, you may be also. And you know the way to where I'm going. See, there's comfort here. He's bringing comfort here. He's saying, you know the way I've shown you. And on, he says, Thomas says to God, to to Jesus, he says, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? And Jesus said to him, I'm the way. We're familiar with this one, aren't we? I'm the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And if you had known me, you would have known my Father. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Here's Thomas. He's asking for help. He's, he's coming. He says, how can we know the way? And Jesus says he's the only way to the Father. He shows complete equality with the Father. He says, if you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and you've seen him. There's comfort here. Thomas knows Jesus, the Father, and the way. And here's comfort for your hearts, for your friends' hearts. We know the way, don't we? We need to show them the way. Believe in God, who's Jesus. God has come so there'd be a way. Now, in the midst of tolerance, there's truth. In the midst of tolerance, the disciples brought truth amidst tolerance. Jesus' ministry, as well, was amidst a myriad of, of like counter-Christian beliefs. They cared for, they served, they spent their time with people who lived and worshipped false truths. They were, they were in the thick of it. Jesus says, let not your hearts be troubled. Elsewhere, he says, come all who are weary and heavy laden and you will find rest. You hear that? And as Christians, we must have this posture as well. I'll come, come, drink of the water that brings life. Tolerance is caring for the wanderers. They're asking, how can we know the way? It's loving the lost. It's serving those who are just so different. I mean, God stepped off his throne and he came to us. And so we're to go in the thick of it. We're to go with people who are so different than us. And I know you guys know that because that's why you're here tonight. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And in the midst of tolerance, we bring truth. And people are longing for this tolerance and truth. So let's, let's show them both. Tolerance, the right form of tolerance, right? And truth. Jesus did. I would, the tolerance that I'm, that I'm uh, speaking of is a tolerance in which we are okay with people who dispo, dis, do not believe the way we do, and we're willing to just partner with them. We're willing to come alongside them. We're tolerating a clash of some of the most deepest rooted beliefs in their life and ours. So there's a tolerance there. There's, yeah? Uh, I just wanted to piggyback on I think you're right on there with that definition, but I think it's important to do that we understand how that definition conflicts with uh, our culture's definition of tolerance. Absolutely. The culture's definition of tolerance is, hey, you know, you're let live, everything's okay, there's no, you know, everything's relative, there's no absolute truth, your way is cool, my way is cool, and right. is good for us. And, and they consider that tolerance. But tolerance, by definition, means putting up with something that you know to be wrong or inaccurate or you know, false. So you have to you have to recognize that it's different or false in order to tolerate it. Otherwise, otherwise you're just you know, you're just living with something you're not tolerating, you're living with something you find. 
It's good. It's helpful. Yeah. Thanks, Jesse. So, redefining or putting it in a perspective of when tolerance is right. And number two, to kind of so we're, so we're called to be tolerant and share truth. Tolerance is, as 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 we've defined it here. And second is saying all roads lead to God. Really, we want to show that it's a it's a contradiction. The meaning of coexist. The second meaning is actually a theological argument. All religions are equal is what they're saying. But you have religions that have contradicting teachings and they can't all be true. They just can't. It's an insult to all religions to say they're the same as each other. You guys get that? It's really an insult. Think about it. Jews say there's only one God. But Hindus teach there's millions of them. Buddhism says everyone is reincarnated. Islam says everyone lives and dies once. Christianity says Jesus is God in the flesh. In other religions, like, like Islam, Jesus is just a prophet. Buddhism says there's no sin, just pain and suffering to be saved from. Merit earns favor with God in Judaism, Islam, Mormonism, Jehovah's Witness, even karma. Merit. The good you do earns you good. Good will come back to you. The bad you do, bad will come back to you. Karma. See, it's all in there. But Christianity is the only religion that salvation is from God and not from human merit. So let's be honest, the teachers of these religions and the followers, they would say there, there is not equality among the religions. There's not. So to say there is, is to go against the very teachers of those religions themselves. Another example would be um, when, when people ask, why can't all roads lead to God, is to consider the picture of the mountain with all the lines, all the, all the roads just leading to the top where God is. Have you guys seen that one? So you've got a mountain, and at the bo- we're at the bottom, and at the top is where God is. All roads are, of, of the different religions um, are leading to God. Well, just think about these roads for a minute. You've got road signs. You know, something, somehow it's pointing up to God. And you've got information on those road signs. Right? You're following these roads up the mountain. You could even, a lot of people are familiar with this illustration. You could even bring this to them. You could draw it on a little piece of paper if you want. But here's the thought. So, so, so you've got these, these roads that all lead to God going up the mountain, road signs, and this writing was put there on the road signs with directions by the specific designer of that specific road. So you've got the Buddhism road, it's pointing up to God, it's got its own little path, its own little way to get to God or, or however that is on the road sign, right? And that would be the sacred writings of that religion. And, you, and then you have your other religions, Islam, and, 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 all, and, and going down the line, right? But here's the thought. People say, and they think, and we think, as Americans especially, when you take a journey somewhere, there's many routes that you could take to get to the same place. And so that thinking goes even in this. Well, it's all going to lead to God. There's just different routes. Man, we come across so many people that are like that. It's all leading to the same place. It just looks a little different getting there. But the problem is that we're assuming that the, the road designers or the signs... They're pointing to the same direction. Get this? So it's all pointing to God. It's all saying, well, it doesn't matter which way we get there as long as we're going right there to to God, right there on the top. But they aren't. The designers never intended that. There are specific roads with specific directions to specific destinations. 
See, our friends and our family members, they're, 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 they're taking it and they're saying it all leads to God, but the designers of those roads and the ones who made those, those, those signs that gave directions, they said, no, it's not God right here. My God's here. That God's there. That God's there. We can't say they all lead to God. It goes against everything that the, the designers of the road and the people that gave the directions ever said. We want to impose our view. We want to play God that the intended destination of all is the same. It's not. My friends, my friends, uh, I have some that really um, hit on this one pretty hard. I've got one in particular who was at our community group the other night, praise God. And one thing that he would say would be, but what if all of the gods are God? God is everywhere, right? Every God that we know could be God in some sense and just a different view of him, a different personality. And he would say, your path is how God chose to reveal himself. We're all on different paths. My path is how God is revealing himself to me, is what he would say. This is how a loving God would do it. See, with his view, everyone's included. You know, if some guy follows um, Islam, that's God's way of revealing himself to him. But if some guy follows uh, Zen meditation and, and finds God, then that's it. He says, that way everyone's included. God just knows our personalities and he's directing it just so we find him the way he wants to. It's common out there, guys. I've heard this all over the place. But here it is. All roads, this is how he sums it up. All roads have, I have this in quotes. I remember him saying this. All roads have some bits of truth that lead us to God, and God knows which roads are for certain people. And I would just say, well, let's talk about it then. If it's, if it's all roads, then Nazism, people that just had dedicated their, their, their life to being uh, torturers and to, this, to the government, the Nazi government, and they went down that path. Was that God's path for them to find God? Or child molestation. Is that God's path for that guy who, or, or girl who's, who's dedicated to molesting children for the rest of their lives until they're incarcerated or killed? Is that God's path for their life? I just take it to the extreme. I know. But it works. Because here's the thing. Even, even I'll, I'll even go against, how about the power monger, the businessman, the guy whose le- life is dedicated to, to drilling oil and killing fish? Because everyone's kind of a, into the whole green thing, right? I said, his life is all about ruining the earth. Is that God's design for him? <laughs> it works, though. And here's the thing. That I, I'm going to take it one more step. If you guys don't follow this, it's okay. But if then he'll say, or they've said, okay, well, maybe that was a rotten life, but then what about the next life, right, reincarnation? And I said, well, in your next life, you're not going to remember it, what you did in the last life. So who's to say you're going to get any better, right? There's no way. It just doesn't make sense. God would want to be known is how I end it. And so that leads us into the last point. Jesus isn't even a road. (laughs) Here's why. Because he's so exclusive. He isn't even a road or a path to God. He is God. God actually came down the mountain. He's at the bottom of the mountain. The question, why can't all roads lead to God, actually misses Jesus entirely. I think that's why that question's out there. It points us to the the, the wrong view of who God is. See, God's revealed himself to the world. It's clearly seen because he came down. This isn't Mount Sinai anymore. It's Emmanuel. God's with us. He came down the mountain. So it's not, hey, we need to find Jesus or we need to get Christianity so that we now have this path to God. It's all about Jesus. He is the way. 
He doesn't show the way. He is. Now jump back to John 14 real quick. Thomas says to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going. Oh, but let me tell you, Jesus knew. Now, how can we know the way? And Jesus says to him, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Looking to the cross always, Jesus makes clear he was born to die. We see through the Gospels, he had the cross in view. He had his death in view. He was born to die. God did it all. It wasn't about what we do. Here we have Emmanuel, God with us, the one who came, who was born to die for the sins of the world. Jesus isn't a path or a road. He's God. It's different than every other religion on the face of the earth. And we need to plead and just show this with, to our friends. We're showing the clear gospel of, Jesus, of who Jesus was. And we could say take comfort. Even as he was telling Thomas, he says, Jesus, Jesus is showing himself as the way, the truth, and the life. Not pointing the way. And so this is why everyone should, should search the claims of Jesus more than any other religious leader. It's like lay it out on the table. Just take, all the, take a world religions class if you want. Just do it. And then let's see, Christianity just shining itself apart. It's different. It's worth considering. It's worth taking your time. It's worth doing all that you can to consider the claims of Christianity. You want to start somewhere? Start with Christianity. Here's why. Jesus isn't just a teacher. He's the way, the truth, and the life. Setting himself apart from all the other world religions. You can tell your friends, this is worth your lives to consider. It's not a certain path you follow or a set of rules. It's not about a heritage. It's not about how good you are. It's not about your efforts. It's not about how much you give. <laughs> they would love to hear that. It's not about this, this pilgrimage you have to take, your offerings, your meditations, your intellect. It's about Jesus. It's so simple. We, we almost have a hard time grasping it. We want to earn it. But it's simple. Trust in Jesus. So some objections that, that float around maybe in our heads as we're thinking, as we're trying to navigate this, or, or our friends as, as we're talking these things is, well, then what if the Bible is false? Should we look to the words of Jesus or anything? How do I even trust the words of Jesus? You're pointing and he's saying that he's the way, the truth, and the life. Well, how do I even know to believe that? It's an honest question. Another one could be, has man fashioned religion, and since they all contradict, then all religions are false. Like, okay, if I can't figure it out, then if it's all contradicting itself, then I'm just going to throw it all out, and uh, I'm going to party on and just die. Right? They might just throw their hands up and give up. But I would say, don't throw away your chances of knowing truth. We could say that to our friends. Here's why. We can look quickly. We can say we can look to history. We can see the claims that are in the Bible through history. We could see the disciples' lives and, and what we know in the Bible about the resurrection and how Christianity continued. And we can examine the truth claims of all the religions. And I would say, particularly, Jesus sets himself apart from every other teacher on the face of this planet. And as we all know, the Bible sets itself apart as one of the most, the phenom the most phenomenal book on the face of the earth. How, how over 1,500 years, uh, 66 books and 40 authors written by so many different people from doctors, uh, the prophets, to shepherds, to kings, and, and the list goes on, and yet it all fits together. Genesis to Revelation. It's beautiful. Will you read it with me? And so 
John 14, 27, it continues, and Jesus says, peace I leave with you. He's talking to his disciples now, remember. He's up in that upper room, and he's, it, 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 he washed their feet, and he's, it's eminent. He's, he's going to die. This is what he was born for, remember. And he says here, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Do our friends have that peace? Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. And the world knows there's something missing. The world knows there's unrest and we need tolerance and meaningful discussion. Common, common verses, John three sixteen through 18. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. There is inclusiveness right there. He's offering it. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only son of God. Jesus' claims here are unique. (laughs) All roads cannot lead to God. It's exclusive. But then, total inclusiveness. Whoever believes in him. Inclusive, exclusive. So the Coexist bumper sticker, it's a conversation starter. It's an opportunity to spread the message of Jesus with anyone who has ever seen one, which is pretty much everybody. And this bumper sticker, it's a reminder that Jesus died for all people. It is a reminder that there's different races, there's beliefs, there's nationalities, and we're we're called to coexist, right? I mean, that's, that's, that's what it is. There is a tolerance, there is a coexistence that is needed. The world can relate to that. We can even explain this, show this with our lives. And I also believe, besides this coexistence, there's also a commission that is required of us or asked of us. So you have this coexistence together, existing in this world, right? But then you have this commission, which is actually the name of our campus ministry, commission, but where we're together coming alongside God or sent by God on this mission. So by God, we as God's people, the church, the saints, we are on a mission together. And we're actually on a mission as community as well, as the church. Co-mission. Co-exist, co-mission. Matthew 28, you're you're familiar with this one too, I'm sure. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. That's our mission. That's our commission. No matter our differences, we're sent out by God. How can we not want and hope and pray for people to follow Jesus and have their lives and hearts transformed? I love it. So it's only through Jesus that we know God. And just as Thomas wanted to know the way, our friends want to know, want to know the way. They want to know. And only Christ came to earth so that we could have peace. That's tolerance. And he came. He, he tolerated us. <laughs> He came amongst the muck and the mire and and just brought peace to us. And only Christ died so that we could have peace. It's exclusive. Only through Christ. So thank God that he was tolerant and he came to us. Thank God that he sacrificed his life so we could have peace. And thank God because no other religious leader makes these claims. Thank God that all roads do not lead to God. Because that would be illogical. Also, it would make Jesus a liar. It would make the only religion in which God reaches down in sacrifice just a total farce. It would just make it a hoax. It would make it so 
imperfect and fake. <laughs> and there would only be religion in which we must earn our way. Or where we have to follow some path with rules of how to get to God. Thank God it's not like that. So thank God there's, there's rescue and salvation by trusting in Jesus, this comforter, the way, the peacemaker, the truth. The God who has come down to us. The God who has come down to us. Isn't that beautiful? I love that. And so as we're talking to our friends and, 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 and thinking, how do I bring this in? And as we listen well and we're finding ways to kind of share what we believe or put that pebble in, our sho- in their shoe, we think about that. God has come down to us. There's comfort and peace that they're longing for in there. People are longing for tolerance and truth. Let's show them. All roads lead to God. It's a contradiction. And Jesus isn't even a road. Jesus doesn't lead us to God. He is God. He came down. Jesus lived out tolerance, yet defined exclusive truth. So let's do the same. All right? Let's do the same.